Welcome everyone to this episode of this one time OU. Today, excited to learn more about the Athens Farmer's Market, a vital source of food to the community, as well as just a great way to do things. So we have Tanya Hire. Hello, Tanya. Hi, Tim. Roz, thank you for having me. Yeah, Roz, how are you? We haven't spoken in a while. Tim, I'm doing great. I'm enjoying this snowy weather, wet cross-country skiing today. I'm one of those strange people that like the winter. In fact, when I lived in Athens when I was a student, I remember being bummed that um, I signed up for a cross-country ski class and we never actually skied because there was never snow. <laughs> but I hear there's snow down there now, right, Tanya? Absolutely, yeah. Um, this is the actually one of the actual winners that we've had for several years, which is really exciting because I'm like you too. I don't think you're crazy at all. I, I like the winter. I like the snow. Ah, um, it's been kind of, yeah. It's been kind of nice that we're teaching remotely because um, I am a professor at the university as well. Um, we're teaching remotely, so I had to drive in it. So. Right, right. What class do you teach? I teach um, accounting and management classes. Oh, okay. I actually have a son there that's a junior. So um, I, I don't think he's, he's taking those classes, though. But, uh, boy, he, he just loves being at OU, and he can't wait till the classes can get back in person and can get a little more back to normal there. Well, Tanya, I loved accounting so much I took it three times. <laughs> Well, story. I have several students that do the same thing. <laughs> well, great. Well, tell us about the Athens Farmers Market. Um, well, I guess before that, tell us about your history. Are you uh, local to Athens? I'm local to Athens. I've been here since I was two. And I won't tell you how long that's been, but I've been here since I was two. Um, went to high school right outside of um Athens at Alexander. So I'm not an Athens high school student. I'm an Alexander high school student, which was always, you know, one of those things that we had a, a rivalry growing up. Um, and then I've got both my bachelor and master's degree from Ohio University. And so I'm just like Athens through and through. I've, I've never left except for vacations. And I don't have any desire to leave Athens. So Imagine in the faculty at Ohio University, there's not many that are local. Is that, that's a probably, do you run into many? Is that a true statement? Well, there are actually more than you would think. Um, it is interesting because I don't, you know, I don't know all of them and I don't know that just from their names. But once I get to starting to talk to folks, it's like, oh, you grew up here in Athens too. And one of my sister's um, very best friends is a social work professor at the university. And we actually both, I teach out of the Chillicothe campus for Ohio University. Um, and it was just a, like kind of a, a weird um, coming back together sort of thing when we were like, oh my gosh, we you know both ended up Ohio Chillicothe teaching. Um, for, a high, for the university, so it was really neat. Um, and I actually, even my colleagues in the College of Business, um, I know of a half a dozen there that are local, maybe not half a dozen, but a handful, and um, some in the College of Education that I'm aware of. 
Yeah, that's awesome. You found paradise and said, I'm staying. No need to leave. Yes, absolutely. And the other thing I love about Athens is it's a great place to raise kids. So both of my kids have grown up here. Uh, I mean, because everyone yeah. says it's such a community and everybody looks out for each other. So your kids can still go out and play like we did as as kids. And I don't know that my children did that as much because you're worried about bad people. And I think uh, Athens, everyone's looking out for everyone. So that's, you're not the only person to say it's a good place to raise a family. Yeah, that's a very absolute true statement. Um, it, actually, my kids used to complain about it all the time because we knew someone everywhere we went and everywhere they went, they knew some somebody knew them, even if they didn't know them. So I get the stories, you know. <laughs> right. That's ideal from yes. the parents' perspective anyways. <laughs> so how did you transition from... Um, or take on the additional responsibilities of the Athens Farmer's Market. Sounds like you've been pretty busy. Absolutely very busy. My one year anniversary was last week, actually, that I've been with them. Uh, I started, it was really um, interesting. I just, I heard the, the opening on the radio, the country radio station here, 107.7. I'll put a plug in for them. Um, they announced that the farmer's market was looking for a new market manager. And as they read the uh, description, it, I literally got goosebumps. I was like, I would love to work in that environment. Um, of course, it's a part-time um, position, though it could be full-time. There's enough that you could do. But uh, And I was just like, you know what? I would really love to be around these farmers. Um, my family growing up, we had a just a small self-sustaining farm with you know animals and our garden and um hay fields and and i loved it you know not all the work at the time but looking back i really really appreciate that that um environment and that just that work ethic you gain from from being having to support yourself from from the land uh, to a certain extent. And my mom was a registered nurse. My dad was an agricultural engineer. So, uh, and he grew up on a farm. My mom did not, but she took to it, you know, like there didn't miss a beat. She was, she was right there with all of us in the garden and, um, canning and all that kind of good stuff that goes with, with raising your own we grew up and my mom had two gardens and a couple of years she had three gardens. So we always had yellow and green vegetables per meal and a lot of canning and fresh food and growing up. And it was, it was great. So I certainly, uh, I missed that. So you must've been a fan of the Athens farmer's market already when you heard that ad, I imagine. Absolutely. Yes. I would definitely make it a point to go to the market at least a couple times a week. Um, or a couple times a month, if not every week. And um, yeah, just really, really appreciate the farmers, what they do, what it takes to be able to put that fresh food on uh, on our tables. Um, I always spend way too much money every week because <laughs> uh, there's so much good stuff. Yeah, you know, kind of if you're going to farmer's market, that's just gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. 
I always try. So I have to like budget myself. I really do. I'm like, I can only spend this much money this week. And what am I going to need and and actually use? I mean, I always use it all, but immediately use. I have to remember, I'm going to be back here next week, too. <laughs> right, right. Sometimes I can't take the pressure of fresh fruits and vegetables in my kitchen. <laughs> uh, but uh uh, one thing when I was looking into the Athens Farmers Market, and I didn't know before, was that it's open year-round. That is so impressive. I mean, I think of farmers markets as a summertime thing. So how does that work that the farmers are able to still have product in the winter? Uh, very good question. And that's one thing that we're actually very proud of, that we can sustain a year-round market. Um, a lot of times, of course, the fresh um, greens and that sort of thing are light. We don't have a whole lot of them, but um, some of our farmers do have uh, greenhouses or hoop houses uh, that they're able to uh, still raise some of some of that produce. We don't have the um, definitely don't have the array of and variety as we do in the summer, but potatoes. Um, they're able to store and uh, keep back for winter, um, especially sweet potatoes right now, or we still have quite a bit of those. Um, the herbs are, some of the herbs are really hardy and can can make it through a winter. So, so I heard that about Athens. I'm sorry, Tim. I was trying to be funny. You said the herbs. I said, I heard that about Athens. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, those, unfortunately, we don't, well, fortunately, maybe we don't have those types of herbs at, at the farmer's market, but. Not yet. Not yet. That's true. One of these days it may, it may be okay to do, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's a, I know that they're very lenient compared to most cities and it, it'll be legal, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, when I think of farmer's market, I kind of think of when I go to the ones here in Richmond, Virginia, Everyone who shops at it is all over the spectrum, you know, old, young, you know, it's a very diverse crowd. What about the actual farmers? Is there a typical farmer or is there people 80 to 19 doing it? Uh, yeah, our, unfortunately, and this is a, a nationwide kind of issue, to be honest, um, the average age of a farmer these days is in their 50s. And so it really is actually one of the things that we have um, now COVID kind of stalled us out this past year. But one of the things that we have going, we just started was a new farmers scholarship program to help attract uh, first time farmers, not maybe age wise younger, but um, people that are just trying to get into farming so that we can offer them some um, uh, uh, um their stall fee is what we call for their space at the market. Um, we can cover that for them the first year to help make it more attractive. Um, so we're hoping that we're, we'll get um, at least three new farmers through that. Um, but most of our farmers are have been there for a very long time. I think the um, Glogley Orchards and Sassafras Farm are two of our oldest um, members. Um, and they've both been there since, you know, the mid seventies. So our, our market's actually going to be 50 years old next year, which we're Wow. That is about. so impressive. Yeah. It's impressive because I think of a lot of markets too, they pop up and they're kind of more hipster markets, but, um, 50 years is a great, 
Great testament. Yeah. yeah we're we're going to start planning those festivities soon because we really want to make it a big a big hoopla. Hopefully the whole a lot of the COVID restrictions will be um, gone by then and we can really make it an event for the whole probably like our April to to September, October period will probably be the big It's big a year thing. long celebration. That sounds like a good idea. What um, yeah. 50 years and I guess you've been going there for a long time and just kind of took over a year ago. But anything special that people would go there to see um, that they wouldn't get in other farmers markets? I guess some pawpaws, right? But anything yes, that, anything different than you'd see in other places, or things that you said, "Wow, I didn't know we could grow that here." Yeah, um, yeah, pawpaws is is definitely one that um, that's unique. Uh, we do have one pawpaw um, vendor, Integration Acres. Um, other things. Um, hmm, unique. Do you uh, offer things like, uh, you know, people that make soap or other products besides um, the fruits and vegetables and the from the farmers, like other homemade products? Uh, yes, we do. And that's one of the things that helps us keep going year round is that we do. So we are a grower and processor market with the processors using local and or or um well as much local ingredients as, as they can but making it making it locally using as many local ingredients as they can um, so the processors themselves are small businesses as well um, i would imagine area. there's some honey <laughs> We have honey. There's we have always syrup. Honey. We have, a, yeah, we have a couple different syrup. honey, honey producer or process. Well, they would be more of a producer, I guess, because you know they um, harvest the honey from their bees. Um, syrup. We've got a couple different syrup per people. Um, we have several bakers. Um, we've got a French baker actually. She um, actually studied in France and Z Bakery, and then we've got Molina Family Bakery and um, Crumbs Bakery. I, I'm sorry, well, Crumbs is hopefully coming back as a member. They've been, um, they did take the COVID year off. And then um, oh, Jackie O's, that's what I was trying to think of. Jackie O's has um, started a bakery side to their um they're getting into any, everything. It sounds like. Yeah. Uh, do you do? Do you have meat products? Like, do we have people sausage that kind of thing as well? Absolutely. We've got a couple different pork um, vendors, a couple different beef vendors, a poultry vendor. Um, I think in poultry he does duck and chicken, I believe. Um, and yeah, I that's my favorite here. It's what they, they make. Uh, and they even make sausage biscuits. They always run out, so you got to get there early. But it's good <laughs> stuff. Yeah, we do have a couple food trucks. Um, Chelsea's Real Food and um, Nixtamalized is. Um, I don't know if you guys were familiar with them, but they do the um, tamales. And uh, we're, we're old school burrito buggy bagel buggy people. And then yeah, the late night pizza yeah. stand. That's that, that's our time in Athens. <laughs> 
Right. Yes. Where's the pizza vendor? <laughs> uh, we have Avalanche. Avalanche. Oh my gosh. You yes, do have they, everybody. <laughs> yeah, they bring breads. Um, they don't bring actual pizza, but they bring, um, he does, John does a lot of um, different breads and he'll put all kinds of very, very interesting ingredient combinations together and it comes out to be this fabulous um, meal basically because you've got all this stuff baked into this bread um, he does muffins and some other um, focaccia and other kinds of it's just really good stuff yeah this is see the oh, wow a budget. sounds amazing <laughs> getting really hungry now <laughs> you have in the same spot when i went there it was in the parking lot out across from the old mall used to be um and is that where it is year round or do you go inside at all? Well, okay. So yes, we are outside year round, but we do have some vendors that go inside during um, December, January, February, and March are inside vending times. Um, but we have some hardcore vendors that stay outside year round. And even in the weather that we've been having, we've been outside. Um, so, it, which is great. I, I call them crazy to a certain extent, but I'm right out there with them. So, uh, you know, it, it's all good. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. Is anybody uh, ice fishing on the hawking? <laughs> yeah, I haven't noticed anybody. Um, <laughs> but with COVID, I actually, the only time I leave my house for the most part is to go to the farmer's market on Saturday morning. So, you know, I'm pretty much isolated here. <laughs> yeah. So co has COVID, I mean, it's affected everything, I'm sure, and I'm sure it's affected your market. But have how much has it affected your business with the market? Well, thank goodness it was a had a positive impact on the market as far as sales and customers went. We were Oh wow. Yeah, we were able to um so we are um Tim still in front of the mall on, uh, market on State Mall out there um, towards the end of East State Street. And um, uh, Brent Hayes and Tom Parfit are the owners of that mall. When COVID hit, they the health department said you have to have at least six feet between your vendors. You have to have enough room so that there can be social distancing with the customers. So they allowed us basically to, I would say, triple the space in the parking lot that we had originally taken up so that we could provide that spacing for the customers. Um, and of course, with it being outside, um, so immediately in March of last year, when this all went down, we immediately moved outside at that point. So we were, you know, just a, two or three weeks earlier than what we would have anyway. Um, but we immediately made that move. We immediately were able to space ourselves out appropriately uh, so that we didn't have uh, issue, as many issues with social distancing. You know, you always, just like in a grocery store, sometimes it's, it's hard to get that six feet. But uh, we did everything that the health department asked us to do. Uh, we had to stop doing samples and stop having some of the other um, kind of side entertainment, um, musicians and, um, special appearances and all that kind of, you know, special events to help prevent 
the crowding and just make sure people are coming in, doing what they, getting what they need and going back out again um, as much as possible. But um, as far as business went, it was really a plus for us since we were outside, um, people were, are more comfortable, um, you know, shopping outside rather than inside, um, which has, I think, um, I don't know, I haven't really heard any of the vendors complain too much. I think now at this point with the masks and the social distancing, um, we did take over. I don't know if Elder Beerman was here when you guys were here. Yeah, the mall, but I was thinking the mall was on the right, on the other side of the street. That's the mall I was talking about that I think is closed down now. Oh, okay. Um, you know what? I don't remember then because I, I know it's been in the location it's been at for quite a while. So if you're going out of town on State Street, it's on your left-hand side, correct? Correct. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. No, that's a... Yeah, I think the mall was on the right-hand side, Not maybe not that far out. I know that mall's been closed down for a while. Uh, that's that's way old, yeah. There's a big Walmart there now. and. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we just moved a little bit further down the street from there, and... Yeah, it's called the Market on State. The movie theater's there. Texas Roadhouse is there in the parking lot. Um, but it is a, a, um, a mall. But anyway, there was an old, the Elder Beerman shut down. And so they allowed us to this year uh, for our inside market to go within the Elder Beerman space so that we can, again, we had the plenty of room for social distancing between our vendors as well as plenty of room for our customers to... Um, social distance as they were shopping. So it's worked out really, really, really well. Um, right. And hopefully you found some, you know, some new people have discovered the market that maybe went because they felt safer there and now they're going to become regulars. So that's uh, that's one good thing, I guess, it came out of COVID for, uh, for, for Athens. I'm happy to hear that. Yes, absolutely. We did get... Uh, yeah, almost every week you hear, some, you hear somebody saying, oh, my gosh, I, I didn't realize we have this jewel in our in our backyard. So, yeah, it's been great. Well, if I wanted to learn more about it, where would I go? Do you guys I know you have a website because I've been there and you, you also have some pretty cool merchandise. Um, it's the Athens Farmers Market dot net dot org. org. OK. Yeah. Athens Farmers Market dot org. And yeah, you might we, as well say um, what hours the market is. For yeah, oh, knows. yes, my goodness. We are 9 a.m. To, to 12 p.m. every Saturday year-round. And then from mid-April mid up to Thanksgiving, we do Wednesdays, again, from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. And then during this COVID time, we are offering an 8.30 to 9.30 um, morning um, shopping for vulnerable populations. Nice, nice. Yeah. So for students out there, you might have to get up before noon to go. Yeah. Then you can go back to bed when you get home. <laughs> right. Absolutely. That's what uh, I would have done when I was a student. <laughs> <laughs> and that is one of our uh, uh, target audiences that we are trying to, you know, again, this year, COVID really held us up as far as being able to move on a lot of things as far uh, promotion wise. <clears throat> um, so I've got lots and lots of ideas on how we can better incorporate the younger generation into the market um, as customers and then hopefully 
that can lead to other ventures for them um, and interests that they possibly might uh, think about exploring um, later down the line. But Yeah, and I think being out there, because most students don't have a car, even a shuttle from campus to there would probably open up a lot of eyes. Uh, yeah, and actually in the last few years, they have set um, a, a community transit up. So they do have that option, though I don't know that all students realize they have that option. Um, so that's one of the ways I thought would be um, to get to them is to to make them aware of the, the community transit that they can take to come down to the farmer's market and grab a bag of fresh produce and locally made goods and yummy yummy food and take it back to their dorms or their um, apartment houses or wherever they're at and have a home meal yeah that sounds awesome i wish i would have known about it when i was there i don't think i made it out that far very often yeah most of the time it's kroger or walmart that's about as far down east state street as they get <laughs> right we were IGA Stinson Avenue people. I think that's where it was as far as we went. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, and so that, yeah, that doesn't exist anymore. Siemens, I think, which is a local grocer that has- Yeah, it was, that's what it was. Yeah, they're over on West Union Street. It's on Union Street across from the fairgrounds is where Siemens- Oh, uh, so that, yeah, that, that's not what I'm thinking about. Ross, that might've been your territory when you lived way out there. Yeah, no, I, I I know your IGA though that, that you were talking about because when I've yes. been to Athens recently, I've been like, oh yeah, I remember that grocery store. I once had a really freaky experience where I was sitting in the car watching. Um, my friend went inside to get some food, and I'm sitting in the car, and a guy was uh, leaning on a a pole, a light pole. And a runaway car came down the hill, just like it just the emergency brake must have uh, gotten loose or something. And it it plowed into him and he got pinned. It was the wildest thing. And and uh, I come running, go running to the store. And I was like, call 911. And my friend came running out and she was like, I know first aid because she was a recreation major. And her and some other people were trying to help them. And I'll never forget that store because it was the wildest, wildest thing just to sit there and watch this runaway car just pin him. You're like, I wonder if he sees that car. No, it looks like he doesn't. He was, yeah, and he wasn't even looking at his phone or anything, but it was really, uh, really quick. And, and um, I'll just never forget that store. I learned that he did get really hurt and like broke both his legs, but he survived and and went on to be okay. But just a little side story there of why I'll always remember the IGA. <laughs> yeah, that's a great story. Well, Tanya, we always talk about, well, we started talking about Rod's stories. This maybe it's an interesting story, but not one of our favorite Athens memories, I guess. It might no, that's not a favorite memory. <laughs> Use your parking brake, people. Check your brakes. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's right at the bottom of that hill. Like, it is that steep hill going down Stimson. Where well, remember at the top of that? A car actually went on top of the pizza place. Um, when it starts out, oh, kind of by the BP station, a car came, um, I guess the 
parking brake came off and it rolled down the hill and there was a bike shop there but then also a pizza place and it kind of landed on top of it because it was down below the hill where the car ran off the road so tanya how's your parking brakes now <laughs> good good Let's talk about the farmer's market not people who don't uh, leave, leave their parking brakes off yeah, well, we did. We do sometimes have people that think they can drive through the market. <laughs> well, Tanya, we always ask folks, um, what is your favorite part about OU or Athens? And some people know more about Athens or, or the university. It sounds like you have the best of both worlds. Well, I I really do. I think I have the best of all worlds here in, in Athens, southeastern Ohio in general. Um, I can't, I mean, my, honestly, my best memories are just growing up here with my bestest friends and, um, experiencing, experiencing life with them. I'm the only one that kind of stayed in town. Um, ex well, I take that back. My, uh, one of my other best friends, she did, but she passed away, unfortunately, a few years ago. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, growing up and going through school, I always said, I need to get the bleep out of Athens. And then once I started school and had kids and I'm like, uh, no, I'm never leaving. There's no reason to. Everything I want and need is right here. From, you know, the Hocking Hills to Stroud's Run to the Athens Farmer's Market to Ohio University and all it has to offer. Um, yeah, I'm just, I, I feel like I'm in this just wonderful little world in southeastern Ohio. So and it seems like the people also make that world too. Like there's no, I'm sure there are mean people there. I don't know that I know any of them. Yes, my family being here is a big help. <laughs> if my family was elsewhere, I might feel differently. But yeah, having my family and friends in my backyard is, is, is wonderful. So. That's great. That's great. Well, it's been so nice talking to you and hearing about uh, your life in Athens and the farmer's market. Uh, sounds like Athens is very lucky that you stayed. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I have enjoyed this last year extremely. Um, I, you know, wasn't sure how I'd feel about having to get up and at six, 5 36 o'clock every Saturday morning all year round. Um, but it really hasn't phased me. I've uh, looked forward to it. And, um, you know, I, I hope I'm, I'm hope I'm there for quite a while. I, I, I really enjoy it. I really have lots of um, ideas and visions for it going forward that hopefully with COVID ending, we can start to make some progress on. So, so yeah, it's, it's been great. When I was there, there were certainly plenty of people there that showed that they agreed with you. So that is that is good news. And hopefully, uh, Roz and I are going to have a this one time at OU get together after all this COVID's over, and we'll be sure to invite you. That would be really awesome. We can even have like maybe we can do something at the market to give you guys a special recognition or something. <laughs> yeah, that that would be good. We'll all stay with you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh... I don't know that you, our spare bedroom now has a stuffed bear in it that my fiance shot. And, uh, so I don't know if you, if you'd be comfortable. Wow. 
<laughs> yeah. Take that to the farmer's market so you get for it. <laughs> yeah. He might be mad. Well, yeah. thanks, Tanya. We look forward to uh, more success at the farmer's market and certainly being in touch with you. So um, it's the AthensFarmersMarket.org. So go, please check it out. Always a pleasure, Tim. Bye-bye. Thanks, Take Tanya. care, you guys. See ya.